Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever been outside when a storm is on the way? If you have, then you know that a storm rarely pops up without warning. It takes some time to arrive and there are plenty of signs that it's on the way. First, the wind blows, then the thunder rumbles, and when the raindrops splash, it's time to hurry inside before the lightning flashes. Storms look scary and sound scary. It's as if the whole sky is in a bad mood or angry about something. Do you think clouds or the sky can be angry? Well, no, not really. But if we want to imagine what anger looks like, well, then big thunderclouds with jagged bolts of lightning flashing out of them, it's the perfect picture. Just as certain kinds of weather conditions will spark thunderstorms, certain feelings will trigger anger. For example, when we're tired, hungry, or thirsty, we become cranky. There's an expression for that feeling of being angry when hungry. We say we're hangry. Another trigger for anger is not getting what we want. We didn't get the toy we wanted for our birthday, so we get angry. When a friend calls a name and hurts our feelings, we get angry and refuse to speak to them. When our favorite team loses because the other team cheats, we feel angry because it's just not fair. Feeling angry is natural. It happens to everyone. It's what we do with our anger that matters. If we don't pay attention to what causes our anger, then this strong feeling can gather strength and cause trouble in our lives. Like the people in today's gospel from St. Luke, who become so angry with Jesus that they try to throw him off a rocky cliff. Here's what happens. Jesus travels to his hometown of Nazareth, where he has been brought up. And on the Sabbath, he goes, as usual, to the synagogue there. Everyone is eager to hear Jesus. After all, he grew up in this place. He stands and rolls the scroll and finds the place where these words are written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has chosen me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set free the oppressed and announce that the time has come when the Lord will save his people. These words that Jesus has just read were written many years before as a promise that one day someone will come, a Messiah, who will save the people from debt and slavery so that they can all be one family, no longer divided or separated from each other or from God. This is wonderfully good news, and everyone in the synagogue has heard these words before and believes that one day God will fulfill his promise to them. 
So after reading Isaiah's words of promise, Jesus rolls up the scroll, hands it to the attendant, and sits down. All eyes are on him. Everyone waits expectantly. Then he says, This passage of scripture has come true today as you heard it being read. Everyone is excited because if it's true that Jesus who grew up in their town is the Messiah, then that means he will be sure to do more for them than for anyone else. But he doesn't. And wow, do they get angry. In today's Sunday story, George and his pet dragon, Joe, are playing when suddenly George accidentally breaks one of Joe's toys. Joe becomes so angry. His face gets red. He begins to shout. What will happen next? Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Angry Dragon by Michael Gordon It was time for George and his pet dragon, Joe, to play. With all their toys spread out, they were having a great day until George accidentally broke Joe's favorite toy. Look what you've done, Joe yelled. You silly boy. Joe flew into a rage. He got angry and red. It was an accident, a sorry George said. I'm sorry I upset you. Let's talk it out. Don't be angry. You don't have to shout. Breathe deeply and let's talk about how you feel. We can fix the toy. It's really not a big deal. Joe breathed and felt better. George was right. He loved his best friend and didn't want to fight. George helped Joe fix his toy with Dad's glue and before long it was good as new. That afternoon George was helping his mom clean. Joe wanted to play. He thought George was being mean. Feeling hurt, Joe called George a very horrible name. He said, you're not my friend if you won't play my game. George breathed deeply and said, Joe, please don't be mad. Be patient and wait for me. There's no need to feel bad. There's time to help mom and have fun, too. You're my best buddy, Joe. I will play with you. Joe listened to his friend and waited until George was done. Then they played music together and had lots of fun. And they were hungry in the kitchen later that day. And Joe wanted to eat lots of sweets. George said, No way! Eating lots of sweets is bad for your teeth and tummy, too. Joe yelled, I'll eat what I want! Don't tell me what to do! And Joe ate all the sweets, and then later that night, he complained that his tummy didn't feel right. He needed to lie down. He felt so horrible and sad. I'm sorry I didn't listen to you, Joe said. I feel bad. Getting my way hasn't turned out very well, Joe said, as George helped him sip water while he lay in bed. George took care of his friend. He wanted Joe to feel good. He did everything for Joe that a best friend should. I'm going to be more patient and less greedy, Joe said. And instead of getting angry, I'll try talking to you instead. 
That's great. I'm proud of you, George said to his friend. The friends laughed and chatted until the day came to an end. Joe sure gets angry, doesn't he? Well, like we said before, it's normal to feel angry sometimes. It's not a bad thing. It's what we do with our anger that counts. If we let it take charge, we can make things much worse. Like the people in today's gospel who become angry because Jesus points out to them that they are being selfish. They expect to receive more grace and blessing from God than other people. And when Jesus points out that God blesses all people, not just them, they are offended and furious. Just as Joe in today's Sunday story gets furious with George for helping his mom to clean instead of playing with him, he accuses George of being mean and then tells George he's no longer a friend. I imagine the people in Jesus' town no longer consider him their friend either because he refuses to prove to them with special signs or special treatment that he is the Messiah. The people angrily reject him. It's if they say, you're not our friend. Jesus understands their anger, and he does not let it stop him from caring about them. George understands Joe's anger, and he does not let it stop him either. George understands what is happening and helps Joe to work through his frustration. George cares about Joe and forgives him for being so angry. Jesus understands the people's anger, and he forgives them, but he doesn't let it stop him from doing the work he needs to do, which is to bring the good news to everyone. By the end of today's Sunday story, Joe realizes that getting his way doesn't necessarily turn out well for him. He learns to trust in George, to trust that George loves him and cares about him, and wants the best for him. We don't know if the people in today's gospel learn to trust in Jesus or if they come to believe that what he wants is the best for them. But we do know that Jesus did not let them throw him off the cliff that day. In fact, he keeps moving and no matter how angry people get, he continues to share the good news that God loves them and cares for them and wants the best for them. Let us pray. Loving God, you made us in your image, and even you get angry sometimes. When we find ourselves mad or angry, help us to let go of our anger and guide us to trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.